You're listening to English with Monty, the podcast about the English language. Talking about 10 idioms you can use at work and making sense of them. Hello there and welcome to English with Monty. We're on to episode number 45. I did a bit of a switcheroo and I had Ben on last time, but Gideon's back. Hi, Gideon. How are you doing? Hi, John. 45. 45, 45 yeah. episodes. I'm not doing bad, am I? No, doing well. Thank you very much. I've got the box set. Have you? Yeah. Is <laughs> Thank it you just... for that. You're welcome. You're the only person involved in the box set, though, aren't you? Yeah. It's just you. You just like listening to yourself, don't you? Exactly. But I cleared a lot of the bookshelves so I could fit in cassettes with all the previous recordings so thank you for that no problem i thought i'd use the latest technology as well so <laughs> yeah i know you're at welcome. the cutting edge cutting could that be edge. the first expression of the day it could you're be really the, the first cutting edge of technology it could be the first expression let's talk about a milestone actually because i wanted to tell you i've had fifty thousand downloads oh that's great fantastic pretty awesome isn't it yeah and that's with you mm. on it so imagine <laughs> if... in spite of the fact exactly you know that's why i have to get ben on it more and then maybe the numbers will go up even more yeah so. i think so so should i leave now <laughs> i think you've probably helped okay. i think people like you as well apparently okay i'll stick around then maybe just for this one mm. until i find a suitable replacement mm -hmm. today we're going to do it about idioms related mm -hmm. to work in fact this was a suggestion from manos who we both know he's a greek student Thank you for the suggestion, Manos. Gideon said your hands in Spanish. He's a good lad, and he has been getting into the podcast recently, mm. and he suggested this. He thought this could be a good one. Excellent idea. Anybody within a working environment can potentially use any of these idioms, can't they? I thought potentially we'd go through maybe 10. Don't really want to do too many more than that. And maybe we can come back to it at some other point. Mm -hmm. The idea was to just choose a few from this particular page, common English idioms. There's about 50 of them, isn't there? Through Western Union, which yeah. I think is an interesting company to have those particular English elements. Yeah, do you want to kick you, you off? You should say you're not sponsored by Western Union. On their website, there was a page which contained a number of interesting work idioms. That's very true. I'm not sponsored by them, no, that's no. true. You might want to make that clear because other people are oh, sponsored. Definitely not sponsored by them. <laughs> You're open to sponsorship, should they be listening. If Western Union are listening and want to give me lots of money, then that's fine. That's absolutely fine. I do try and send you money for the podcast, don't I? And Lost in Western Union. Perhaps if I used Western Union, then you might get some money. Sound like you're advertising them now. <laughs> let's just carry on do you want to start do you want to kick off yeah i will i'll say that this podcast you said it would take 45 minutes but i've got to leave soon to meet polly for lunch so if we cut some corners we just do some very quick and easy idioms then i can get out earlier great so that means Cuts corners it's actually it's not true about me leaving earlier but it is true that i use the expression to cut corners so you do something quickly in order to save time but maybe you sacrifice a bit of the quality yeah you do don't you that's a very common expression isn't it i mean as a company if you sell a product and say for example something's not quite working the button on your pc is a bit faulty 
and maybe it's because they've cut corners they haven't fitted the button properly potentially yeah or why did the building burn down well to be honest the building company they cut corners on some of the sort of safety equipment so they cut corners so it wasn't protected against fire there we go that's a good one definitely so it's a negative consequence of Mm. not creating a quality product isn't it yeah so next one it's not rocket science or what? arugula signs in America. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a joke. Some people might because find it funny. Because rocket has two meanings in English. It goes into space and it's a little salad. But that second meaning is arugula in American English. It is indeed. I, that's I, a funny joke. I laughed. I thought it was great. I'm not sure how many people will actually recognize the joke. That's you have right. to know the meaning of the original expression, which you haven't yet delved oh. into. It's not rocket science. Rocket science is talking about the Elon Musk type object that goes into the sky, isn't it? Mm. Obviously, rocket science is potentially very complex, isn't it, in terms of studying it, I guess. I've never tried, but I'm sure rocket science is very hard. (laughs) This coffee machine, I don't understand how it works. You've got the pods, you've got all these buttons. I don't know what to do. Come on. It's not rocket science. You just put the pod in and you press a button and you get your coffee. It means it's not complicated to understand, doesn't it? Exactly. It's not as complicated as you think. Yeah. I think there's another expression also, which means exactly the same thing. Called, it's not brain surgery. Oh, yeah. Both interchangeable, aren't they? Just if you want an alternative to it's not rocket science. Yeah, that's true. We say it's not brain surgery. I think those are very similar, aren't they? Well, they're pretty much the same, aren't they? That's a good one. What about the next one? Let's get the ball rolling, Jeffrey, which means let's start. That's what it means. And I think it's an analogy to a lot of ball games, perhaps football, soccer, whatever you want to call it, where the game starts with a ball moving, somebody Mm. kicking a ball. So get the ball rolling means to start things off. Okay, we've been talking long enough. Got to work on the output for the next year. So let's get the ball rolling. Who wants to start the meeting? John, you get the ball rolling. I thought I was Jeffrey. I can get the ball rolling, Marmaduke. I know everything about the outputs. I can get the ball rolling, no problem at all. I can also bring you up to speed on Mm -hmm. what's happening within the company. So this is the next one. Up to speed is basically giving you updates on what's happening, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of saying, okay, you're a bit behind with what's going on. I will give you those updates and then you'll know exactly what's going on. You'll have all the latest information, the current information, isn't it? Exactly. So, for example, oh, yes, Polly's just joined the company and she doesn't know about the Botswana project. Jeffrey, can you get her up to speed? I'll get her up to speed. I'll tell her all the details about the Botswana project. Okay. So that means that she should receive all the information that we have. Okay. So she knows as much as we do that's a useful one isn't it definitely on the back burner you know john that i used to have my own podcast long long time ago but lots of other things have been happening in my life so i've had to put it on the back burner but i'll return to it soon i promise good yeah it's not your top priority is it it's quite a low priority at the moment it's currently a low priority, you could say. I mean, that could change because things on the back burner can go on to the front burner. Sure, that's uh, true. But the back burner, I think it's a reference to your stove, your mm-hmm. cooker. You have the four hot plates mm-hmm. and the ones at the back were referred to, I think it's old-fashioned, is it, the back burners. Is that right? Something like that, isn't it? I would have said so, yeah. 
it's yeah, like you're slow cooking something isn't it yeah so maybe it's like you've got That's a stew funny. and it's on the back burner it's slowly bubbling away because it's not your main priority at that moment in time exactly I suppose the example it gives here, put that report on the back burner and focus on new business. Currently, maybe you're putting the podcast on the back burner and you're focusing on videos. Exactly. Something like that. I think we should go back to the drawing board. Back to the drawing board. So I was developing this new robot, mm. but it was meant to clean the house. I did a test and left a terrible mess everywhere. It turned everything upside down and threw everything on the floor. So back to the drawing board. Yeah, that's not a very good robot, is it? And you definitely need to do something with that robot. Get a Mark II version. <laughs> exactly. It should work. If you go back to the drawing board, you should be able to work out why it's turning everything upside yeah. down and then make I a few adjustments and then it'll be fine, right? I think if you want some synonyms, I think a lot of your listeners may be aware of start from scratch. Quite similar to that. Or back to square one, also another idiom which has a similar meaning, which means that you've been doing some work, it's not working, you've got to return to the beginning. I think those two phrases are very useful, actually, aren't they? Because they're quite similar. Not exactly the same, are they? But they are pretty similar. Pretty similar. No, that's true. I think that's quite a nice one, because especially in a client environment, if you're providing a service, I guess... Often you have to provide a service to a client and perhaps they don't like your first approach or they're not keen on what you have to offer. You'd have to go back to the drawing board in order to yeah. try and get business from them, wouldn't you, to adjust mm -hmm. what you're offering them. Exactly. Monty is based in London and we offer individual lessons and conversation group classes in the centre by Tottenham Court Road. Come and join us. You can access the times and place to meet through Meetup at the following web address. So that's meetup.com forward slash Monty dash English dash conversation. See you there. Well, John, you, you invited me on for one podcast and I said to you, listen, John, I'm here with you all the time. You think I'm going to run off to Botswana with Polly, but no, I'm sticking with you. I'm here for the long haul. I um, feel much better now. It means not just once, but for a long time. So some projects, some work projects require a long commitment. And that's when you'd use the phrase. You just have to stick at it. You have to be in it for the long haul. Yeah, then it's going to work. Very much so. And you would also use that for a flight, wouldn't you? If you were flying to Australia, it'd be like a long haul flight. Yes, it's true. It's not the same meaning. That would be for distance. Would it be? It's like the long haul. Yeah, yeah okay. That's true talking about time isn't it really like as in yeah, okay. it sure. takes a long time sure. to go somewhere that's true you'd say long haul flights short haul flights so being in it for the long haul means that you're going to commit to me and you're going to take me on to episode 984 <laughs> we'll see about that we're almost up to 50 well 60 if you include the eight minute episodes so that's taken me three years 984 maybe you won't be alive by that point no, so. we'll see. I mean, maybe I'll have to speed things up a bit, do more episodes. Do you burn the midnight oil? I guess so, sometimes. What does it mean? And well, why would you do it? It suggests that you're working through into the night, doesn't it? It does. It's interesting. It refers to an older technology, doesn't it? Because now you don't have oil lamps where the oil lamp is still burning at midnight. You have electricity in your homes. Hope you do. It refers to an older time. 
It does indeed, doesn't it? Because I guess it's just illuminating your work, isn't it? At Mm -hmm. a late time, obviously around about midnight by the looks of this one. You maybe have a deadline coming up in a few days or a few weeks and there's lots of things to do. So you have to work beyond your normal working hours. I am burning the midnight oil. And the next one. It is a change of pace. We've been working very hard these last three months, but now, come on, we can slow down a bit. We can relax. We have to change our pace because we're getting burnt out, you see. Oh, that's so another interesting out. phrase, yeah. that one, burnt out. I'm not sure. I think it can go both ways in a change of pace. You can go faster or you can go slower. I give an example of going from fast to slow, but I guess you can go from a slow to fast. You can, can't you? I mean, maybe it usually refers to going a bit slower, doesn't it? I would say. The example it gives here, company outings are a nice change of pace from our regular work week. What's a company outing? Does that still exist? Yeah, it's English. Does it still exist? Company outings? Maybe not in your company. Camp- I don't know yeah. if you're on a company outing. They'll well, get in a coach to Blackpool maybe- for the day. Maybe you need to change the way your company operates. Maybe you need My to. Company. <laughs> maybe you need yeah. to go on some more yeah. outing. Maybe, maybe yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. So in this case, a company outing, I guess, is something that's a bit more relaxing. It's not like working because potentially working can be fast-paced, whereas a company outing can be a bit more fun and nice. So it's a nice change of pace. I'll go for the last one. So think outside the box. I think this has got to be a very common expression used maybe in bullshit bingo. I think this one, no bullshit bingo. Like when you sit in a company meeting and you have a number of buzzwords, buzz phrases that will be commonly used. And this phrase I think is often used, think outside the box. And it means think about something that could be new and original and we're not thinking about in a standard way, isn't it really? But the thing is about this phrase is that it's sort of bursting with irony because anyone who uses the phrase, because the phrase means you'd be original, mm-hmm. anyone who uses the phrase is not being original by definition because they're using an old phrase that we've used a thousand times to talk about originality. You need to think out the box. Stop saying the same old thing. But you just said think out the box. It's a bit of a cliche, isn't it? It's true. But are there any other expressions that are similar? Invent your own. Invent your own. You have to take your monkey for a walk. <laughs> okay. Nobody else knows. <laughs> okay, to your <laughs> listeners, that's one I just invented. Please use it all the time. I want to sort of read that one in The Guardian next time I, <laughs> I check what's happening in the world. Oh, I invented that one. Take a monkey for a walk. Ooh. Wouldn't that be amazing if by doing this podcast, we could just invent different phrases? Well, how do words and expressions get used? They've invented by someone once. So, yeah. Well, because you're taking your monkey for a walk, then essentially we are creating a new English element, right? I want to see it in the Oxford English Dictionary by the end of 2024. Listeners, you have to use (laughs) take your monkey out for a walk, even though Gideon's just invented it and just pretend it's a new interesting phrase in the English language, Mm. which means think outside the box. That's what it means. It's Mm -hmm. exactly the same. Is there any logic behind it? What? Taking your the, monkey for a walk. Is there any logic behind it? or is It's know? just that, you know, monkeys need to go for a walk now and again. It's good for them to be sort of stuck at home because, you know, they're from the jungle. They need to be outside. Let's see if your monkey expression gets some legs. I'm not sure it will. Get some bananas. Get some bananas. 
potentially it's going to be in the Oxford English Dictionary by the end of 2024. Okay, so you heard it. it here first. You heard it here first, definitely. Maybe you can include that in one of your videos. I should. It. There is a serious point here, <laughs> which I, I mentioned before, I think, in one of my videos. But people are always seeking idioms that everybody knows so that they can use the idioms that everyone wrote. Of course, you need to understand them. But the kind of, again, it's the kind of ironic thing is that really when you're speaking, it's sometimes better to use idioms that we don't know so much because it sounds more original. Otherwise, you're just pushing out the same hackneyed, cliched expressions that we've heard many times before. I'm not saying I don't use them. I use, of course, of course. It's like a library, these idioms. You, you pick them out when you need them in the right situation. But you can get something original from time to time. Yeah, especially when you're writing, then do so. I think on one side, that's very good advice. And I think on the other side, it's pretty it's bad advice. It's bad advice. That would be my viewpoint, because it's good advice in the sense that it can help, I don't know, further certain elements of the language and originality and something interesting and new. But if nobody understands it, then it's kind of pointless, right? But you will understand it in the context. Usually you, you won't say something unless it can be understood from the context. It's a metaphor, you know, like everything. You, you recognize the metaphor. We're always speaking in metaphors. You might have to come up with a better one than take the monkey for a walk because that's not... Well, right. in the context, you may... Well, think out the box. is also it's the same. You understand it originally from the metaphor of a box. I think it, it could work. All right, let's see. I was trying to segue into you promoting your videos and then you just went off on one again. On one what again? A tangent. A tangent. Yeah. Promote yourself or just babble on about something else. I think it is. It, it is. It's impossible to everything that we say is original. Of course not. I use idioms all the time. I, I teach idioms and we're doing one now. But I'm just saying it's nice from time to time to hear something different. I agree. You can't. So it's definitely learn all the idioms. Definitely. You need to recognize them. Definitely. But I'm just saying you don't have to. Because, I mean, what happens sometimes, idioms are used so much that when you hear them, you, you groan. Like, for example, looking outside, it's raining. Oh, it's raining cats and dogs. And you probably wouldn't say that in England now. Maybe some people would because you go, I've heard that on so many times. So you might say something different. I get stair-rodding it down. Stair-rodding? Is that an actual idiom? Yeah, it up. is. You can say it's stair-rolling it down. Okay. I, I wasn't familiar with that one. Yeah, fair enough. There you go. That's quite a new one, but it's an actual yeah, idiom. Exactly. They're less likely to be known. It has more impact. It's saying. It does indeed. But I think the drawback is always going to be a potential drawback. If you're speaking to other non-native speakers, then you're potentially just going to confuse people, aren't you? You say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, do you want to promote yourself? Or are you... Are okay, continue I'm going, myself. going down I'm this rabbit myself. hole. I'm, I'm very good at self-promotion, as you know. You are. People love you, don't they, for your inane ramblings. So do watch Let Them Talk TV, because if you don't, then there might be a, a knock at the door in the middle of the night. Or send Matt Damon round. <laughs> yes. I was hoping Matt Damon would promote Let Them Talk TV, but you refused. We didn't actually answer my messages, so I'd have to do it myself. Let to a fantastic YouTube channel, best channel on YouTube. I do have a podcast, but I haven't been updating it recently, so I'm not going to say anything about that right now. Yeah, you might have one soon, you might not, right? Best keep that quiet. Keep stum. Yeah. Well, hopefully that was very useful for the listeners, and I appreciate your input as always, Gideon. That was... Yeah, Is it over useful. already? Kind of. 
I was enjoying that. (laughs) We can do some more episodes. Don't worry. We're going to do a couple of eight minute episodes now. (laughs) Okay. I love your company too. And so do the listeners. But apparently there are other episodes on this podcast, so they can probably listen to you on those episodes. Okay. Get the box set, Donald, (laughs) then share it with you. In cassette. Box set in cassettes. I'll provide it to all of you at a very good price. Also favorite on cartridge and (laughs) Betamax. That's video, isn't it? Betamax, importantly, mm-hmm. even though it's video. Nobody who's listening to this actually knows what Betamax is. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Thank you for joining me on the show, Gideon. You're welcome. A pleasure as always. And you've been listening to English with Monty. If you would like to support my podcast, then we now have a Patreon page. Patreon is a platform to help fund projects like mine. We offer exclusive episodes, discounts on lessons, and an uncut version. There are other benefits too. You can donate at patreon.com forward slash English with Monty. Thanks for being a sponsor.